the pranayama breathing technique of the 50 watt the Tao of the 50 watt sharks what I call it it's called DMT breathing on the uh, on the YouTube video so what it is is you do something called the breath of fire and it's inhaling and exhaling through the nose and you do seven reps of going medium going in out in out in out and then you do like seven reps of in out in out in out in out in out then you switch to something called alkaline breathing, which is breathing in through the nose at a medium pace, out through the mouth at a medium pace, in, out, and do that seven times, and then in, out, in, out, in, out, out. That's kind of hard to do. Then you um, switch to a regular breathing pattern of a, a fourfold for one or two reps breathe in very exhale very deeply breathe in through the nose deeply hold for 50 seconds the 50 watt charge and then you exhale and you do the you do three sets of these so you do this three times and when I did it you know I was fasting I felt very very elated and it's not like I don't a lot of I'm pretty sure they called it the DMT breath because everyone's obsessed with DMT and it, it doesn't necessarily activate a psychedelic response although you could I'm quite sure that you if you did um, if you did the I don't know the, the reps way more and you did it more than three sets if you did like ten sets I'm quite sure that it would activate some type of psychedelic response you would definitely while you're doing it you do you are getting a psychedelic I mean, think, things do kind of get psychedelic, and you're, it's, it's just really, it's cool, it's cool, um, but it's not psychedelic when you do what I'm telling you to do, it's more of a, you feel high, you're not, you feel high in the sense of elated, you're, uh, you're high, you're higher, you're thinking higher, your, your thoughts become more clear, you are more present in the moment without the fog of the depression that hits most of us, or, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not going to say most of us, I'm not going to speak for anyone else but myself, I guess, but for anyone that deals with depression and likes to get high and likes to do drugs, I don't do drugs anymore usually but 
Um, I used to at high volume, and it's because I had a depression. There's a fog of depression, and just this fog in your brain, you're not awake, you're not there. Although you are awake, you could be, you, you could be um, a very spiritual person, but still be fucking depressed like a motherfucker. I don't know why. But with this, I mean, I wasn't feeling the greatest. I still struggle with depression, and there's days where I don't like to get out of bed. Now with this, it completely changed my state of mind. I was not feeling that great. And I said, fuck it, I have to do the work, dude. You have to, and it's something you have to like put work in to do. This kind of breathing technique, pr- there's all types of pranayama breathing techniques. And they're, they all, it's all work. Um, it's not easy to do. It's called, you know, work. It's, it, it, while you're doing it and afterwards, the benefits are so great. So, check that out. Now, the fasting also brought about uh, a higher state of thinking, uh, I guess. I was wanting to get up and and, uh, sun gaze and meditate. And that's not something that I'm always stoked about doing, you know, it's not like, I don't, I don't get really, really, really fucking jazzed up to get up at 6.45 and wait for the sun to come up, I don't, I don't normally do that in my everyday life, but while fasting, I was super jazzed to get up and do that, so it kind of, it was a cool experience. And, um, quick break. Welcome, freighters, soars, freaks, geeks, chronic masturbators, and celibate priests. It is the illusion of the abyss time motherfuckers now we're gonna read the pattern on the trestle board this is the truth about the self zero all the power that ever was or will be is here right now one I am a center of expression for the primal will to good which eternally creates and sustains the universe Two, through me its unfailing wisdom takes form in thought and word. Three, filled with understanding of its perfect law, I am guided moment by moment along the path of liberation. Four, from the exhaustless riches of its limitless substance, I draw all things needful, both spiritual and material. Five. I recognize the manifestations of the undeviating justice in all the circumstances of my life. 6. In all things great and small, I see the beauty of the divine expression. 7. 
living from that will, supported by its unfailing wisdom and understanding, mine is the victorious life. 8. I look forward with confidence to the perfect realization of the eternal splendor of the limitless light of God. 9. In thought, in word, and in deed, I rest my life from day to day upon the sure foundation of eternal being. And 10. The kingdom of spirit is embodied in thy flesh. That is from the Kabbalistic order of the builders of the uh, Theodidum. And which, of which I'm a member. I just got my first certificate in the mail uh, for taking the test of the seven steps, seven steps of practical occultism. It's really cool. It's old school. It's like says hail associate it's a it's, it's on real nice paper has a real cool sigil on it kind of looks like a uh, diploma <laughs> hail associate builder be it known by this certificate that jeffrey allen henderson and that's written in by an actual person has diligently studied and passed the examination of the seven steps in practical occultism and has been admitted into the course of introduction to tarot. This was on uh, August 18th, 2022. Attested on behalf of the Board of Stewards of the Builders of the Adidum from Freighter A. This was the test. Uh, an actual person graded my test. There's, it's in handwriting. So, uh, it's the, oh damn, I don't have the questions, but, so, it, it was, uh, asking about, uh, how good I was at uh, visual, or, have you, um, been able to visualize things for manifestation? said I'm getting good at visualization however it is an ongoing practice uh, ooh, the, uh, the, what is the subconscious the subconscious mind is a field this is what I said this is me this is what I, how I explain the subconscious the subconscious mind is a field of mental faculty that is just below the threshold of waking conscious thought and experience the subconscious records everything during waking hours and in sleep and guides most humans through the reality through electromagnetic light. The adept can impact the subconscious and train it to shape reality in the physical realm through conscious subject, su- su- suggestive thought form and visualization. Uh, what are the, I think this was like, it was like, what are the dangers of the subconscious? So I wrote... The dangers of the subconscious is that it deduces thought down through the reasoning and logical process. Therefore, if one is working from a false premise or negative thought form, the subconscious logically deduces the negative and flawed conscious thought to its conclusion, resulting in real and physical experience that will be negative. Uh, what uh, this is a um, what's the importance of silence? I wrote, silence is energy you keep to yourself to propel the subconscious to manifest in the physical realm. 
expelling this energy and verbalization to others allows their reality to co-create and interfere with your intention. Uh, verbalizing to others your intentions to manipulate the subconscious of your own mind is wasting the energy needed for your manifestation on reality. Silence is golden. Uh, I don't forget what the question was, but I wrote, Yes, I am very in tune with the nature of my own being and my environment. I'm taking... Oh, it was about health. I'm taking better care of my health, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Thank you. May the divine light descend upon you on the path of return in LVX, Freighter Sapientia, Armagentium, Jeffrey Allen Henderson. And the person that created my exam said, this is Freighter A. Jeffrey, your exam shows great progress with your lessons. Uh, keep up the great work and walk in the light. Cool, man. So we're going to talk about um, what it, I just said. When I write letters or when I write anything, I say, May the divine light descend upon you on the path of return in LVX. And you'll see LVX written a lot in occult... Um, uh, anything occult or letters, you'll see LVX. And... I also wrote, May the divine light descend upon you on the path of return. So the path of return is um, uh, the path of returns kind of like it's it's the well it's the divine path of of the occultists it's um, we are all trying to get to to it's the path of bettering yourself the the, the path of return is like the fall of man, you know how we're, we fell into this primal state of chaos, well the path of return is to go back into order, out of chaos, we're trying to order ourselves, um, we're trying to become more in tune with our higher self, destroy the lower carnal desires of the ego and id, if you will. Um, LVX. So this is, I actually wrote a knowledge lecture for what I wanted to talk about with LVX. So LVX It means light in Latin. It's pronounced lux. So lux is light in Latin. However, you'll see it written differently. You'll see it writ written in L B or L period B period X period. That puts it into Roman numeral letters. Um, hold on one second. Let me 
so L uh, the Roman numeral is 50 V is 5 and X means 10 so we have 50 5 and 10 that's 65 so the 6 that represents the hexagram um, the macrocosmic universal forces uh, 5 is if you break it down so 6 and 5 5 would be the pentagram that's the elements man and his domain and um, 65 represents and this is from uh, Paul Foster Case who created the uh, the builders of the Adidon and he created a version of his own tarot and he was a he was a great guy so he he describes his 65 as and LBX as the power of man expressed through the forces of the universe because with five it represents man and dominion over nature natural forces we cannot master the cosmos yet but we can master the um, natural forces around us and so 65 is the power of man uh, and his dominion over the natural forces expressed through the forces of the universe the natural universal laws the hermetic principles if you know the hermetic principles then you can manifest and you can live in tune with the cosmic natural law you know so going over notes and some notebooks um, uh, I've been writing all of my uh, understandings and teachings uh, down for the past year found something cool in my notebook. I don't know where I found this, but it's called the Nine Noble Virtues. So let's go over the Nine Noble Virtues. Number one is courage. That means I will, this is in quotations, I will face what is frightening and defend myself and loved ones from all dangers. Number two, discipline. I will do what is necessary and right of my own volition without threat or uh, bribe. I will do what is necessary and right of my own volition without threat or bribe. 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 (laughs) So, honor. Number three. I will stand by my oaths and words. I will honor my ancestors by keeping my name pure among my loved ones. Oh, these are, I believe these are the, uh, the Norse, uh, nine noble virtues. Um, I believe this is Norse, Viking paganism. Number four, hospitality. I will share my shelter, warmth, food, and drink with all loved ones and with the weary traveler at my door. Five, industriousness. 
I will take joy in labor and hold nothing back from the works I pledge to do. 6. Fidelity means loyalty. I will be true to my loved ones and those to whom I pledge my service to. 7. Perseverance I will press onwards against all odds and obstacles until my goal is met. My task is finished, and I have done all I said I would do. 8. Self-reliance I will learn skills and grow strong so that I may earn my, my path through this world and not owe anyone or be, burden, or be a burden onto others' will. 9. The Noblest Truth I will see the truth even though it may be harsh. I will only speak true words or stand in silence. I will defend the truth from those who do not honor truth or understand deeper truths of the Spirit. 1. seeking the truth, however, may find it within me, to my understanding and my abilities. And that was in reference to silence, the importance of silence. Now, in the um, in the uh, ritual uh, of the uh, pentagrams, you do when you're banishing. You do the sign of silence, which is. After you draw the pentagram, you do the divine name by the thrust. It's called either the sign of the enterer or in the lima. It's called the sign of Horus. You thrust your fingers forward and you say the divine name. You pull back and you you breathe in. And you pull back. You, while you're pulling back, you put your left hand up. You put your index finger to your lower lip in through the nose and that's called the sign of silence you also uh, stomp your right foot too when you come back all the way um, so the sign of silence and the lima and the golden dawn rituals end by putting the index finger of the left hand to the closed lips um, now anyone seeking the truth however may find it within me to my understanding and abilities without silence. I wrote that uh, down because um, I don't there is energy so if you're manifesting something you want to do so if you're, if you're doing something right you're laboring on something or you're manifesting something you do not tell people your plans tell no one you tell no one because it's energy that is energy there's energy in your plans like a birthday wish when you blow out the candles you don't tell people your wish that's because that wish will not be manifested if someone else is thinking or now knows your wish that's another thought form that you've created in someone else's um, conscious mind and although it's nothing to them, it lays in their subconscious, and they know 
what you're trying to manifest. And they have a thought about that, so that creates a thought form. And that takes away from the energy of your manifestation, if you get what I'm saying. Um, it's just, it's just, you, you just stay silent about your, your goals and your ambitions until they're completed. Because it's just, it's wasting energy talking about it. You do not talk about what you are going to do. You just do. I love the quote when Yoda says, uh, there is no try, there is only do or do not. And that's, it's, you know, Star Wars is completely about the magic and, uh, I mean, you see the Sith and the Jedi. The Jedi would be kind of like the Hermetic Order or the Golden Dawn. The Sith would kind of be like what, like, be like the Order of the Nine Angles or some, you know, a left-hand path kind of thing. Like Kenneth Grant's uh, Typhonian Ordo Templi Orientis. Um, that'd be like the Sith. Uh, using power for yourself. Um, I believe in using power for others. Because how it's been taught to me and explained and how I believe it using magic and occult practices and spiritual sciences. You use these things because it's in service to humanity. Um, it's not service to self because that's serving your ego and although you need the ego, your ego is you. You have to stay humble. So humbleness is Humbleness and humility is the name of the game. You must be humble, or the universe will humble you. You see? Um, let's go into... So I, I was fasting for the past... I was trying to fast for seven days to see how it was, and I was also... I don't know if it was the fast or what, but I couldn't, I, just, I wasn't, I didn't sleep, I didn't feel tired, so I was up for three days, and then I, I did sleep, and I, I did a breakfast, I broke the fast yesterday, didn't do the full seven days, I did six, um, it was in training because I want to do the um, invocation of the bornless one uh, or the headless right. It's the uh, you know the invocation of the holy guardian angel. Um, I just want to try it. I want to try see if I can 
get knowledge and conversation with the holy guardian angel. So, I was doing um, pranayama, pranayama breathing. I haven't done that in a long time. And I found this really, really, it's work. It's, it, it really is work. Putting in work to do uh, pranayama. It's breathing techniques. Uh, these are Hindu. breathing techniques and I found this breathing technique on it's a YouTube video entitled DMT breathing you type it into YouTube you'll find it. it says DMT breathing I call I call it the Tao of the 50 watt grid now why do I call it that All right, well I'm gonna tell you how to do it so it goes the you, you first start off getting into rhythmic breathing with the fourfold breath. This is how I, I did it. And it's by now you should know the fourfold breath. Four in, hold for four seconds, out for four to six to eight seconds, hold for four seconds, in four seconds, okay, and it, that's, it gets into rhythmic breathing, you're not in a rhythm, so then you start the fight, the breath of fire, and that's breathing in through the nose and out through the nose, um, breathing, and you start this by, with like a medium, at a medium pace, it's in, out, in, out, in, out, you do this I say seven times in the video, it's probably more like ten, but I say seven, because I like uh, the number seven. I think that's a good, so you're not running out of breath, I say do this, just say seven, so breathe in, out, in, out, seven times, then it, then it starts getting fast, you go in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, and you do that for seven, but you're, 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 when you're breathing in, you're, you're breathing very deeply, and you're breathing out very deeply, but you're doing it fast, and it's called a fire, breath of fire, then you go into, it's called the, uh, alkaline breath that's in through the nose out through the mouth so you do medium pace seven times and then very and then in out in out in out for seven times okay then you do a do a full deep breath in out and then in as deep as you can and you hold it for 50 seconds that's why I call it the Tao of the 50 watt grid 50 watts the alkalinity is uh, electromagnetic alkaline means uh, electromagnets energizing it's electromagnetic and um, this is what you're doing basically 
raising your um, energy and frequency. So you do that for 50 seconds, you hold your breath. Then you go straight back into breath of fire. And you, so you do this three times. And that is the Tao of the 50 watt grid. You can call it that, you can call it DMT breath, you can call it whatever, but definitely look, just type in DMT breath, it'll be the first result. It's a big, let me find, let me see if I can find the actual name of the, um, hold on one second. It's called Breathwork Beats natural high DMT breathing and it absolutely makes you high it's fucking it's incredible it's and the reason why is because it's raising your alkalinity so we'll, we'll go into I'll express what alkaline is to you in a second scientifically but what it's doing is um Four full breath, you're getting rid of your acidic CO2 um, by because when you're when I say to breathe out for like longer than four, like a six to eight count, you're breathing out and you're when you exhale, you're getting rid of uh, carb uh, carbon dioxide CO2. Carbon dioxide is acidic. Um, oxygen is alkaline so when you're breathing doing these deep breaths you're raising the alkalinity in your blood and the alkaline breaths of the uh, Tao the 50 watt grid and then holding your breath for your your raising the alkalinity and then stabilizing with that 50 50 seconds you're stabilizing the alkalinity in your in your system. So um let me see here. Hold on one second. So alkaline your pH scale, your pH in your this is a measurement in your blood of acidity and alkalinity. Acidity is uh, enzymes that break down the cells in your blood and your, just everything in your body, cells and your organs, cells in your brain. It, acidity breaks down things. Alkalinity enhances and uh, increases the speed of cell reproduction and making new cells. You have acidity in your blood to eat away old cells, but it's but if you have too much acidity in your diet and in your blood, in your breath, it it's breaking down regular cells now. That's cancerous and it eventually leads to cancer and all types of disease. Alkalinity is in 
increasing your cell, cell production and it's energizing and refreshing your whole your bloodstream that's why you feel high because oxygen and the alkalinity in your blood is giving more um, oxygen to your brain because it's it's increasing the cell count and your cell your it's a vaso uh, dilator it's creating so like the fire breath it is a that's constricting your um, blood cells because it's going so fast that it's creating a stress response and constricting your blood cells then doing the alkaline breath out through the mouth you're getting a lot of um, you're getting a lot of uh, uh, carbon dioxide out because when you breathe out through the mouth remember fire breath is breathing out through the nose you're not getting a lot out uh, carbon dioxide out of the system but with the alkaline breath you are so acidity in the blood it breaks down the cells let's just say that and you, you're just it's, and so when you're breathing in so deep and you're getting the alkaline blood in it's it's rapidly opening up the cardi the the, the, the vascular uh, veins going leading to your head pushing more blood flow into your head that's what makes you feel high also it is producing more DMT um Let's talk about while I was doing the fast. Uh, cold exposure therapy. Ice baths. And cold showers. Um, Ice baths and cold showers, so, so, so important. That's what I found. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Ice baths, dude. Holy fuck. Okay, so I'm going to order. I'm going to say this episode is going to be called uh, Ritual Bathing or Ritual Water, something like that. The Tao of, uh, the Tao of Ritual Water. Because today was all about, uh, for me, it was all about, uh, I made holy water. Um, what I did was, what you want to do when, with holy water is you you can use any type of water you want but the best is from a natural source like a stream river or whatever you want fresh water you want and um luckily i do have a fresh a fresh source of a, there's a canal system that comes from uh, a river called the calusahatchee river 
It's an old Indian name. I live in Fort Myers, Florida. Kill Island, Cape Coral, Florida. But, um. Anyways, yeah, I got. I went. It was actually kind of cool. because it, it was treacherous trying to get down to the canal into the water. Um, I had to go through a construction site and really uh, come down through a very steep dirt mound hill. I went about 15 feet down. I had to collect the water and then bring the water back. And I really appreciated that endeavor because uh, I had to work for it. It was cool. Now what I did with the water was something a little different than you know people do is that uh, you usually holy water all you uh, all people use is uh, um, salt salt and water. So I did use the salt. What you do is you bless the salt. You bless everything individually, and you're supposed to exercise the salt um, and you can use I like to use rituals from the, the from to make holy water I use the rich a ritual from something called the ritual Romanum it's a ancient well, it's very old it's a very old book from the Catholic Church now why do I use something Catholic Church because while I do believe that Catholicism uh, uh, Catholic but you know it, it's, it, it's corrupt, they fuck kids it's, it's really crazy but um, there are priests that are good who I don't like is, is the cardinals and bishops the pope, people like that that are higher up in the system the Catholic priest, every priest that I've ever met was really good, really, a really tight guy, like I, you know, I grew up, I had, uh, half of my family's, uh, Irish Catholic, so, I grew up, I did go to a Catholic church when I was younger, I was baptized in a Catholic church, so, I have that tie to, to that spiritual current, so I, and these are, this is very, 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 very old, these incantations. So I use incantations from the Ritual Romanum. For this, however, I did not. I used, uh, I, well, I did use, this is what priests use uh, when pouring water onto others for a, uh, it's a cleansing ritual and it goes like this be regenerated cleansed and purified completely in the name of the ineffable all loving all knowing great and eternal true God from all of your inequities may virtue of the most high descend upon you and be with you always so you will have the power and strength to accomplish the desires of your heart with love Amen. Now that's something that I amended and obviously that's not, you know, um, I, you know, that's not the, the, the original. I definitely did my own thing and made my own prayer out of it, but the structure and formula for it, 
uh, I took from the Rajal Romano. So, uh, you would say that over the so I said that over this over the salt, and I used pink Himalayan salt. Um, very alkaline, energizing. Um, has 36 uh, composite minerals in it. It's very high frequency. So, I used that, and I used a mixture of different herbs. The herbs that I used were rosemary, crushed bay leaves. Now, I crushed everything up. I do not have a mortar, mortar and pestle. I'm real, I'm real do-it-yourself ghetto <laughs> with my witchcraft. So... I took rosemary, bay leaf, uh, what else was it, uh, dill weed, um, mustard seed, uh, celery seed, um, might have been another one herb or two in there but this is all these are all herbs of prosperity abundance and protection oh it's uh cinnamon 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 sticks crushed so i put this into the holy water i put a little bit of oil that i made uh this is not it's uh, extra virgin olive oil that I put all of those above uh, herbs uh, it's an infused oil that I have that was already made and I let sit for probably a month put a little bit of that into the water and mixed and I let that sit for 24 hours sat in the sun and today I strained the actual herbs out of it and so, like, so it's just water now it's a brown water looks like a broth but that is my holy water um, I said the same prayer over salt and then the mixture of herbs and then when I put them in said the prayer again now water holds memory and it holds the intention and it holds your you know your prayer this is scientifically water holds memory response to vibration of word um now I came across today just looking at stuff like uh, ritual bathing uh, holy water ritual baths water magic um 
and I came across, oh, I was looking, um, I was looking up, uh, in the Greek magical papyri, uh, rituals, and, uh, specifically rituals to Thoth or Hermes, Trismegistus, and there was a, There's a god form. There is a god form prayer. You assume the god form of uh, Thoth. And before you do that, you take a ritual bath. And this comes, this is an Egyptian uh, god form prayer. And you take an Egyptian ritualistic bath. And what you put in the bath is something called natron. And that's cardi, uh, it's, it's the, the chemical is called carbonate. It's a formulation of salts, otherwise known as soda ash. It was used in ancient Egypt to dry up the corpses for mummification. It was used to make soap when they mixed it with oils. It was used as a mouthwash, used for holy water, and used to bathe for spiritual cleansing and protection. Nowadays, a lot of people use uh, baking soda because that it's sodium bicarbonate. Uh, so it's it's a it is carbonate with other chemicals mixed in, but you can either a just use baking soda mixed with sea salt, ground up together, and add it into your uh, ritual bath, or you can actually make uh, carbonate by taking two cups of sea salt, uh, yeah, two, two cups of sea salt, two cups, one or two cups of sea salt, one or two cups of baking soda, you mix them together, you ground them up, you put them um, on a baking sheet lined with parchment paper, and you bake for 20 minutes at 170 degrees, preheated, you let cool, and it'll solidify, and then you put it into an airtight container, let it sit and that will be it's called natron or natron or and, uh, it'll turn into carbonate uh, this is kemetic sciences otherwise known as Egyptian science, Egyptian science um, so in Kemet uh, that's Egypt for the uninitiated it was called uh, ritual baths were called wab w apostrophe ab and it means ritual period it means purity it's the uh, ongoing process of making yourself more pure um, getting in touch with your higher self um, 
so with the rich the ritual bath you uh you speak to the water as it pours um and if you're using so let's say you're using it you're doing this for a ritual you, you are you are using the bath as a ritual uh to manifest as the uh, water pours speak your intention for manifestation to the water and that's going to hold your manifestation in it and then you would speak it again as it comes down through the uh, when when it's coming down through the drain so some Egyptian more uh, comedic terms heka or hika means uh, it's the concept of magic Manipulation of energy. Who? H U. It's authoritative speech. It's the uh, use of the divine names. Use of divine names like uh, a a a for for uh, the West when you thrust forward with the sign of the Enter or Adonai. These are the divine names. But it's a that'd be called who in uh, Kemet. Sia, S I A, is a perception to wisdom. So that'd be what we call gnosis, like when you're receiving gnosis. Um. Speaking of the uh, pentagram, um, divine names, A-H-A-Y-A, A-H-A-Y-A, that's uh, to the west, that's the name thrust in, that's the, uh, so the west is the um, alchemical element, water, and you use, I just, uh, I just thought of this, you know, you, you would use A-H-A-Y-A to bless water or golden dawn initiates or anyone that you know does uh, ritual magic you can use AAA to charge your water um, I found so different herbs you can add to your water for ritual bath bay leaves for luck and prosperity, rosemary for protection, purification, and manifestation, mint, um, a mint bath would be very cleansing, lemon too for cleansing, roses uh, for self-love, you could put chamomile and healing, and chamomile for self-love and healing, and lavender for more perceptive psychic dream. Um, so, ice baths, otherwise known as cold exposure therapy. Um, I'm going to get into the science of it. So, it's a ritual 
but it's here's the science of it, the breakdown of science of, of, of uh, ice baths or even just just really cold showers. It increases the energy and focus um, by uh, increasing dopamine, serotonin, and epinephrine levels. Also, neuroepinephrine, dopamine converts to neuroepinephrine, and that uh, it turns into adrenaline. Increases alertness, and these. St- stay in the system for over up to up in over three hours it actually uh increases dopamine levels to that of uh a line of cocaine um so it is it's kind of like hitting uh you know some coke but with the crash of coke you know you do coke it comes down after 20 minutes this lasts for three fucking hours this was in a study done um the neuroepinephrine is a it'll reduce inflammation neuroepinephrine reduces inflammation also this is building resilience and it builds your will um, by forcing yourself to embrace the stress of the cold, um, it's a it's a self-directed challenge you exert. It's called top-down control over deep brain center. Uh, it's your it's controlling the center of your brain that regulates the reflective states, your reflexes. Uh, top-down control. Um, what it does is it uh, produces it, it involves the prefrontal cortex which is involved in uh, suppressing impulsivity and, and stress response you're training the brain to be resilient and to have uh, you know will willpower to stay in this cold like I said, it releases the dopamine that elevates the mood, focus, and goal-oriented behavior. It'll, it increases metabolism because the body has to heat itself. And it creates a sh- the shivering response. Shivering releases succinate to the muscles. And I'll go over that in a second. Uh, but to, for building the will and resilience... Mentally tough, mental toughness. You do not cross your arms, and you do not uh, dry with towel or anything. You air dry to make the body um, increase metabolic stimulation because it has to heat itself. And succinate. Uh, it. it uh, Succinate is... Okay, so succinate. It's what's called... uh, It creates thermogenesis, which is heat production. And it's heat... Your body has to heat itself, and the body uses your fat. And what fat is, is called brown... uh, Brown... 
adipose tissue. That's the um, scientific name for it, brown adipose tissue. And that is the actual fat that in obesity, obese people have. And that is uh, what is uh, stimulated it during this is uh, thermogenesis. So your body starts eating the fat. And just like the dopamine, epinephrine um, increase, it's it stays in your like it, it it starts the process of thermogenesis but it doesn't stop it when your body comes back to equilibrium it stays in your system still so it's literally burning fat and it, it, it stimulates for extended period far past cold exposure so it's for resilience enhancing you stay completely oh yeah you stay completely still this is the pra- this is a practice you stay completely still and that's going to boost your your mental toughness and your will as well it boosts the immune system um, a cold plunge boosts white blood cell counts B-cell lymphocytes that produce uh, antibodies. It produces T-cells and natural killer cells. And these uh, destroy damaged or infected cells, so it really boosts your immune system. These all stay in your... uh, These all stimulate for extended periods of time after you've gotten uh, out of the shower or out of your bath also stimulates the uh, sympathetic nervous system triggers a autonomic nerve system which stimulates your uh, your sympathetic nervous system which is the fight-or-flight response and that stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system which is the calming part which calms you down so when the body adjusts to the stress of the cold, it's called uh, U-stress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S-E, U-stress. It, that, that, it's positive stress. It's the, uh, it's, so it's, it's like um, working out. Uh, heavy. It's like running uh, for a long extended period of time. Um, the runner's high. It's kind of like that. It's it's you're stimulating a, a fight or flight response because you're triggering stressors, a lot of stressors inside of you, and that triggers the paras. So that so the stressor. It, it triggers the sympathetic nervous system, but the parasympathetic nervous system is what is triggered, and that stimulates the calmness, the, the high that runs across you to calm you down. So you're training yourself for all these different positive benefits. Um, for fighting inflammation and pain, and all, and to introduce what's called uh, shock 
cold shock proteins you for for people that exercise if you want to use this for um, muscle building and uh, relaxation and inflammation uh, reduction you want to wait one to two hours after your exercise routine for cold exposure therapy it fights depression because it once again, it releases dopamine that has similar levels to doing a line of cocaine. However, instead of a crash, the, this sustains up to three hours. Cold shock proteins produce a synapse regeneration. Synapse regeneration is the... Your synapses are in your brain cell... Uh, in your brain cells... How your brain functions is through neurotransmitters, and the neurotransmitters communicate with each other through the cells at something called synapses. They're points of uh, the ending and beginning points of the cells. So this the cold shock proteins produce synapse regeneration, so it improves cognitive function and it fights Alzheimer's disease and uh, dementia. Because dementia or Alzheimer's is when your synapses um, uh, die and they do not regenerate, causing less synapses and you are not firing on all cylinders and cells, you know, die and regenerate all the time, but dementia and just even brain fog is it's when your synapses are not uh, firing correctly and that means you don't have enough synapses uh, you don't have the cells being regenerated to at the at the rate that you need mm-hmm.